Hello, friends, and welcome to the Higher Self Daily Podcast. Consider this a rest stop along the winding, often challenging path of being both a human being and a spiritual being, a place to rest your mind and heart and feel not alone in the process of remembering who you came here to be. I'm Karina Davey, and together we'll explore awakening, healing, mindful, embodied living, and so much more. Thank you for being here in your full humanness and your bright inner light. Welcome to Higher Self. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Community Q&A. I'm keeping this person anonymous and they ask, any tips for how to deal with anger and rage? I don't want to feel it, but don't know how to get rid of it. It feels like a deep rage. I recently had to protect my family from a toxic person. I think it came from that, but now that we're good, I still have all this rage and can't shake it off. I appreciate any tips. First, I want to acknowledge that your feelings are completely valid. They are not misplaced or unusual or wrong in the least. Something that's really helpful to understand is that we feel anger and rage in response to a threat. So in this case, your family was under threat and your body elicited a fight response to protect them. That's really amazing survival wiring. Like that's your body doing exactly what it needed to do in that moment. Within the fight channel of the nervous system, there is a ladder of intensity. The bigger the threat, the more intense our body's response will be. So on that lowest level, we start to feel irritable. You know, we maybe seem abrasive to other people or we just feel very sensitive to everything going on around us. As the threat level increases, we move up the ladder and we start to feel agitated and then angry. And then at the top of the ladder, we have rage. Rage is one of the most powerful states we can feel. We all know that feeling. Your body floods with tons of action energy so that you have what you need to do whatever it takes to take care of the threat. Whether that is an unsafe person or a wild animal who's hunting you or someone on the road near you who's driving erratically. One thing that we're not taught is that if that big flood of action energy isn't expressed in some way, it stays in the body. That happens really often, especially if we respond to someone with language. We calmly set a boundary or we share with our words that what they did was hurtful or not okay. We might have fixed the issue between the two of us, but your body is like, wait a minute, I've got all this energy available to take down this threat. I need to use it. (laughs) It's got to go somewhere. And sometimes we can use language and it will move at all. But that sounds like that's not what happened in this case. So if I were in your shoes, there's two questions that I would ask myself. One, have I done everything that I need to do to protect my family and myself from this person? Is there more action I need to take? And two, once I've taken all the necessary action, how can I release this pent-up rage? Something really interesting that happens with rage is that because it is often suppressed, 
in our society and especially in women. Feeling that level of anger can stir up all the times that we felt that before, all the times we've been wronged, mistreated, or threatened in the past. So it's possible that there's energy that needs to be released, not just from this experience, but from past experiences as well. So rage is best moved with your voice and your body. With your voice, you can yell, scream, maybe that's into a pillow if your family is around. You can growl and grunt. With your body, you can beat the crap out of a pillow. You can get on all fours and stalk your prey, imagining the face of the person who was a threat on a pillow or a yoga block or something that you can paw at and, you know, kind of attack. Letting your inner lioness unleash on that imagined person is one of the single most cathartic things we can do with our anger. I learned this in Kimberly Johnson's course, Activate Your Inner Jaguar, and it has been a major game changer for me personally. I highly recommend that course to anyone who struggles with boundaries or people-pleasing or depression or anxiety. Like, this is the medicine that so many people in our culture need, especially women. Now, there's so much nuance to this. I just taught like a two-hour in-person workshop on this, and, and there's so much that I could say here, but there's a little bit more info and nuance that I want to share. So if you grew up in a family where there was yelling or violence, you may turn away from anger. You might suppress it or try to turn it into something else because growing up, you probably were the victim of that anger. You likely internalize this message of anger is bad, anger hurts people. And that can absolutely be true, but it doesn't have to be true. We can express it and channel it safely, intentionally, and in a way that is actually healing rather than hurtful. Remember that anger is human. It's purposeful. It's a natural response to a threat, whether that threat is real or, you know, just a thought in our minds. Anger's purpose is to send us into action. Anger wants us to protect, defend, or stand up to injustice. And without a healthy anger or fight response, we could not set boundaries, speak our truth, feel motivated, keep ourselves or our loved ones safe. It's really a good thing that we have that response. But it can be a little scary at first as we get to know that part of ourselves and embrace it and get to relearn how to engage with it in a way that isn't like what we learned in our family or what we learned from society. When you feel that fire in your belly burning its way hot to your cheeks, you must find a way to release that fire in you. And your only job when you release is to keep yourself and others safe and let yourself unleash. You can scream into an open field or a pillow on your couch. You can go to a kickboxing class. You can shake, bounce, dance, run, moving your body and using your voice to sound and release in whatever way you can. After you've used your voice, you've used your body, you've fully expressed and released that anger in a safe way, it's likely that there is an underlying sadness that will come through because underneath anger is fear and pain. If and when that comes up, your only job is to feel, validate yourself, send compassion to the part of you who is hurt, 
and get support if you want it. In order to truly alchemize our anger, we also have to feel the pain beneath it, the fear, the sadness, the pain of being wronged, of feeling unsafe, disrespected, or whatever it may be. That is the time to feel everything, express it all, and you don't have to do it alone. Finding someone that you feel safe with, whether that is a partner or friend or therapist who can support you in that, witness you, hold and mirror and love you through that experience can be so deeply healing. Remember that there is nothing wrong with you for feeling angry. There is nothing wrong with having a hard time completing that cycle of anger, getting it all the way out. It takes practice. It takes really embracing it, knowing that it's okay and that it's even good and purposeful and then finding a way that you channel it best. Some key takeaways here. Anger is human. Anger wants us to take action. It's a motivating force. And we can take action that does not harm anyone, that does not harm ourselves, that is intentional and wise. And we can also channel that energy into art, community building, social change, whatever speaks to us. It is fire to burn. And it's important that we're very conscious of it and that we don't let it consume us because then it can come through in kind of egoic ways that aren't as helpful and can be harmful. But if you're listening to this, you're probably incredibly self-aware, very gentle and kind and sweet and would never want to hurt a soul. And maybe it's a little hard to give yourself permission to feel anger and let it be okay. If this is something that you want to dive deeper into, I cannot recommend enough Kimberly Johnson's Activate Your Inner Jaguar course. And I also have a course coming out with more of this information called Gentle Skills for Healing Trauma. It will be available soon. If you are an Alchemize Your Anxiety student, you already have access to this. I can say from experience, Embarking on a journey of embracing anger for the first time in your life, if that's true for this person or to you listening, can be the most liberating, empowering, sexy, amazing thing. It can be awakening to tap into that part of yourself that previously felt off limits and to dissolve the limiting beliefs and shadows around it and see that rage can be just as sacred as peace. So many blessings on your journey. Use your voice. Use your body. Let it move through you. You got this. Thank you for listening and spending this time with me. If this impacted you in some way, please share this episode, whether that's on social media or sending it to someone you thought about while listening. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or TikTok, and my handle for both of those is at Karina.davy. If you'd like to connect more intimately, you can join me in the Higher Self Sanctuary, a virtual village where I lead weekly meditations, workshops, women's circles, community gatherings, and more. 
alongside my partner, the incredible master coach, Jacob Metzger. To check out the sanctuary, you can go to www.hireself.earth. It's also linked in the show notes. And if you'd like to work with me one-on-one, you can book a session at karinadavy.com. You'll also find information there about courses, in-person retreats, and other offerings. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave a review so that we can reach more of the people who are looking for this space. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.